Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Reported live. The letters of the Bible. We're in the letter of James. And we use a King James Version Bible. We ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding in the name of Jesus. As we go through this letter of James. Now, of course, we're going to pick it up in verse 5, but... Uh, we want to make sure we know that James is talking to the 12 tribes. And so, uh, like we said before, that this letter is directed towards the 12 tribes, but at the time of James, and of course today, the 12 tribes have been um, integrated into Gentile nations. So uh, people that think that they are um, not of Israel are actually descended from uh, Jacob and a part of the 12 tribes. So, um, so just understand that this is not just the Jews. Let's take a look at what uh, James is saying Starting in verse 5, and his main concern was for Israel. James didn't, didn't want to have anything to do with Gentiles, and he didn't have anything to do with Gentiles. Understand. Mark 16, verse 15, and he said unto them, and this is the end after he arose from the dead, Go ye into all the world, don't just stay in Jerusalem, and preach the gospel to every creature, to all the world, not just the ten tribes or to the Jews, you see. So you understand that that James was human, you see? And for him, he was just preaching to the 12 tribes. That's all he was concerned with. And sometimes we do that as, um, as humans. We don't do exactly what we're supposed to do. Let's go to verse 5. He continues, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and unbraideth not, and it shall be given him. So you understand that if you lack wisdom, you've got to ask God. And God will give it to you. And it's, this is talking to believers. You understand? It's talking to believers. And then James goes on to say he has a condition about asking. But let him ask in faith, 
nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. Okay, so you understand that you must believe and have faith that when you ask for, what does it say? Wisdom. When you ask for wisdom, understand and believe and have faith that God will give you the wisdom. For let not the man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. That's right. Do you understand? So if you're a person who is um, wavering and you're, you're not sure, are you going to answer my question, Father? Are you not going to answer my question? You know, you're going to give me the wisdom I need. I don't know if you're going to give me the wisdom. You see what I mean? If you're wavering, then guess what? No, God's not going to answer you. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So you either believe and have faith or you don't. And if you don't, you are useless to the kingdom of heaven. If you doubt and don't have faith, you are useless to the kingdom of heaven. Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted. So Paul uh, James is continuing and explaining about what happens when you're a part of the kingdom of heaven. Everybody's equal. But the rich, in that he is made low, because as the flower of the grass, he shall pass away. So what James is saying is, in God's eyes, it doesn't matter who you are, what you have, poor, rich, you're all the same. You're equal in God's eyes. He doesn't look at you on a higher pedestal just because you have more than others. And in those days, that was going on a lot, where you would have the rich Pharisees and the rich uh, religious people and um, they'd go around and, and show off their wealth and all the stuff, and, um, and they could care less about the poor people. Well, God's not like that. But James is saying, hey, we're all going to die. That's the way it works as a human being. For the sun is no sooner risen with a burning heat but it withered the grass and the flower thereof falleth, and the grace of the fashion of it perisheth. So what James is saying is that, listen, you've got, you know, flowers, grass, that look beautiful. But when the sun comes up and it brightly shines on them, and they haven't had any water, it brightly shines on them, they don't look too good. You ever seen that happen? So what what uh, beauty it had without the sun's heat shining on it, it, it lost. And that's what's talking about, the glory. So also shall the rich man fade away in his way. So your riches don't do anything for you in the kingdom of heaven. 
it doesn't make God look at you um, in more favor than anyone else. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life. So James is letting us know that in this life, we will be tempted. We will be tried and tested by God. Oh, yes, God tests his people. He sure does. And uh, James goes on and says, he shall receive the crown of life. You've got to be tested to receive the crown of life. What does that mean? You've got to pass the test. If you don't pass the test, you're not going to receive the crown of life. So it's not once saved, always saved. And he goes on and says, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. So in order to love the Lord, Jesus Christ, you have to believe in him. So James is talking about believing in Jesus, knowing who he was, and loving him for what he did for us on earth. And James has a warning. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. What James is saying is that, yes, God does test you or allows you to be tested, in other words. And, but it isn't God that says, oh, I, I think I'm going to test you right now. You're doing really good, and you're following everything that, you know, I've told you to do, and you're following Jesus. Um, but I, th- I think I'll test you now, and I'll think I'll make things rough for you just to see how you'll do. no. That isn't what God does, as James, that's what James is talking about. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed, meaning desires. So, every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. So, God allows believers to be tempted and tested. You understand? So that, listen, if you're wanting something that you shouldn't want, something that is not good for you, maybe the world does it or whatever, then, yes, God will allow you to fall into temptation. He sure will. But you've brought it upon yourself. You sure have. Because he it says, he's drawn away in his own lust and enticed. It isn't once saved, always saved. You can be drawn away from following Jesus. You can. Then when lust has conceived, it bringeth forth sin. So guess what? How is it that believers sin? Well, it's pretty simple. 
if you're following the footsteps of Jesus, if you're following the leading of the Holy Spirit, you're not going to sin because you're not going to want to do the, the things of the world because Jesus didn't show you to do that and the Holy Spirit would never lead you that way. So once you stop following and being led by uh, God and his spirit, then guess what? You're going to want to do flesh things. And when you start doing flesh things, you sin. It causes sin. Sure it does. So remember, okay, remember you will sin because you were drawn away into doing flesh things. And what does James say? The same thing that Paul said. The next part of this verse. And sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. So yes, believers, yes, believers, when you sin and you continue to sin, you haven't stopped sinning, you will die in your sin. You won't be going to eternity. Sorry, it's not once saved, always saved. If you sin as a believer, you will end up in hell. Sorry, but that's the way it is. So, continuing. Do not err or be deceived, is the word, my beloved brethren... So he's going to tell us something. He's going to explain something. Every good gift, okay, so every good gift, um, meaning good gift, things that we have that is a gift from God, and every perfect gift is from above. So if it's maturing you, if it's good, a good thing you're doing, Then it's from God. And cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So James is saying, it's pretty simple, if you have a talent, something that's good, that it can be used for good, you receive that from God. Of his own will beget he us with the word of truth. So you see, it was God that chose us. That we should be a kind of first fruit of his creatures. And of course that means humans, his creation, his, um, the humans that he created, the first fruit. He chose up, James is saying he chose us that we would be the first fruits of his creation, of humans. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, listen quickly, you know, slow to speak. Yep, think about what you say before you say it, and slow to wrath. 
Wrath doesn't come from God because it's not good, you see. Don't get mad because you hear something you don't like. An example of that would be that there's a lot of people that are um, really upset at a friend of mine on Facebook because she has turned her back on Paul. And she's really turned her back on Paul. She thinks that Paul is an enemy of God. And and so she says that what he's written in the New Testament is not from God, is not of God. And, um, and so she's being attacked by brethren. She sure is. She's, they're, they're wrathing on her, <laughs> angry with her. You know, which is wrong. They shouldn't be doing that. They should feel sorry for her and try to help her with love, which is what James is talking about. They don't like what they hear. They don't like that she's been deceived. They don't like what's going on with her. But, and so what happens is they get angry. You can't do that. Make sure that um, you know, sometimes we let our emotions get away from us. Because James explains it here. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. So, you understand? So, that's what James is saying. Your humanness is getting the better of you. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. You understand? So get rid of all the bad stuff. So as a believer, you can get rid of all the bad stuff. How? Through the Holy Spirit and following the leading of the Holy Spirit in your life. And yes, you have the ability to get into eternity. See, James is saying you ain't automatically going to get into eternity. No, that isn't the way it works. So 22 goes on and explains again, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. So James is letting us know that you've got to what do be doers of the word, which the word is logos, be doers of the logos. What did Jesus teach us? He taught us logos. He had the logos of God, and he taught us many things. This is what James is talking about, doing what Jesus told us to do. Follow what Jesus told us to follow. And don't just um, listen to what Jesus said and we're told in the Bible, but do what he told us to do. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. There you go. So... 
For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. So, you know, you look in a mirror, and you see your reflection, and then you walk away from your reflection, and then you, you're not thinking about that reflection anymore. <laughs> you know, it's gone. That's what he's talking about. So if you just hear what Jesus told you to do, and you're not doing it, then what you heard is useless to you because it just goes away. You just forget about it. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deeds. So you understand he is letting us know that we have to continue to do what Jesus told us to do. If any man, and you'll be blessed by God for doing that, of course, and if any man among you seem to be religious, there you go, religious, and brideth not his tongue, okay, you've got to learn to keep your tongue in check. But deceiveth his own heart, this man religion, is in vain. So if you appear to be, you know, a godly man, but you can't keep your tongue in check, then what you are believing and your faith and your um, religion is useless to you. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. So it's to take care of those that, why did he say pure religion undefiled before God and the Father? Is because we're, we've been adopted. We're a part of the family of God now. And so we're not fatherless. So this is talking about to visit the fatherless, those that are not connected to God, and widows, those that don't have a husband. Jesus is the husband in their affliction. That's right. To to spend time and help people that you can help, by the way, not wasting your time, but that is what you're supposed to do, helping others that, um, you know, if you're called to be an evangelist and they want to hear from you, you're not supposed to force yourself on these people, but if they want to hear from you, definitely, this is definitely from God. And to keep himself unspotted from the world, which of course means... Guess what? Don't be connected to the world. When you're connected to the world and doing the things of the world instead of doing the things of what Jesus told us to do, what the Logos told us to do, then you're not doing what God wants you to do. You understand? We have a job to do on this earth. And that completes this study of the letters of the Bible. 
the book of change. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.